everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up today, Dan, I pledge allegiance to, to the flag. nothing. To a whole lot of nothing. The United States of America. Oh, you're not standing. And to the Republic. For which it stands. Yes. One nation. Uh huh. Indivisible. Oh, wait. With liberty hold on. and justice wait. for all. Uh, wait, hold, hang on. I'm pretty sure you skipped a bit. Whatever. We'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll figure that out. We'll get it sorted. Hopefully. Down the road a piece. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Well, Dan, do you want to start with your, your big? Big announcement? Oh, sure. Uh, it is It is a pretty big announcement uh, for me. Um, yeah. And that is that... Uh, so there there was recently mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a competition, mm-hmm. uh, hell, a contest called No God But Funny. Um, I think that... Uh, don't tell them I said this. Not a great name for a competition, but okay. <laughs> Uh, it was a, uh, well, Dan. it was a great competition though. The idea was, and this was, uh, this was co-sponsored mm-hmm. by, uh, by two, uh, very prominent, um, uh, sorry. You're I, bearing the lead here, Dan. Well, I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I need to, I need to start that all okay. over again. Cause I, I needed to have it pulled up and I didn't have it pulled up. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, center for inquiry for you. Okay. Yes, I do have an announcement. Oh, um, okay. This is good. Uh, yeah. So there was a competition recently called the No God But Funny Competition. Mm. Uh, it was sponsored, co-sponsored by the Center for Inquiry and mm. the Freedom From Religion Foundation, mm. our friends at the Fafurf. Yes, indeed. Uh, it was in response to the fact that atheists are frequently presented as bad characters, or mm. or or you know you know if in popular media. You know, atheists are usually emotionless, or they're you know sort of robotic people, or they're like brainiacs, but they're jerks. Or, or Brian the dog, or Brian the dog on on <laughs> Family, Family Guy. Guy. Sure, <laughs> or the exact same character, but an alien on uh... <laughs> <laughs> right, right on, on the and other gay. <laughs> yeah on the other. Uh, the other Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane show. American Dad. Yeah, that's the one. Anyway, uh, so the competition was for, uh, they, they put in a call, a request for a teleplay for a sitcom mm. or a uh, sitcom webisode uh, yeah, that you yeah. could enter. Uh, me and Rachel, uh, our beloved Rachel, who yeah. has co-hosted the show with me a couple yeah. times when you were out, yes, uh, co-wrote a teleplay and submitted it to the contest and just found out this week that we won. Well, that is amazing. We are we are the winners. That is um, crazy, Dan. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I it will be the first to say it on this show. On the show, yes. <laughs> the only one really to say it on the show, because you're the only one on the show besides me. Oh, right. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, heading out to L.A. Whisked away. Hey, well. Limos. Woo. <laughs> Whiskered drivers and limos and oh yes, it's nothing but uh, su- large suites at the the ca- Beverly Hilton caviar and <laughs> and the high life for us from here on out. Uh, nothing so fancy. Uh, there was a lovely uh, cash prize, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. one that was ridiculously high okay. considering this kind All of things. Can, okay, right. Yeah. Uh, and then there's uh, and then 
there the idea is that they're going to be shopping it around hollywood trying to get somebody to to bite and well, actually make fan- the thing yeah fantastic so we'll see Very exciting we'll I, have to keep you'll have to keep us updated i will i'm which i'm, I'm sure you will i'm incredibly be... doubtful that anything's actually going to come of this <laughs> other than the cash prize which right is a thing oh yeah no. uh, cash. but but hey you know we'll we'll, we'll see what we can do for you sure. folks uh yeah. i'm trying right. to get famouser and famouser mm. uh, and then uh yeah and then i'll leave you people in the dust whoa rude <laughs> well, all right um so that's well, that yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay, well, congrats you, to you, me! Hooray! Do you have and Rachel? Do you have? Yeah, oh yeah! Congrat! Congratulations, Rachel! Yeah, yeah, she's great. Yeah. All right, Dan. Yo, do you have anything, or do you want me to go? I can go. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. So this Dateline London, mm. um, there was a play that was written in London by British-born uh, playwright Omar El Kahiri. Ah. Um. Called Homegrown. Okay. Uh, set to be uh, just performed in schools around London. Okay. Um, however, it was canceled. Uh, the play's director, Nadia Latif, uh, said that uh, the police um, had asked to see the script of Homegrown, which takes as its, uh, as its subject matter... The radicalizing of Muslims. Oh. Um, this is a problem in, well, all over, but in Great Britain, it is definitely a problem. Over 700 uh, British Muslims are reported to have left England to fight alongside Islamic State. That's horrifying. Uh, it's happening here, too. It's, a, it's an important subject. So a lot of people are very upset that this play has been canceled. So the police... Yeah, the, so so the police requested a copy of the play uh, to to read. Uh, they were turned down the first time, but they persisted and were finally given a copy of the play. And it looks like they pressured them to shut to shutter the play. Um, the reason I assume being that they uh, that that it could cause uh, rioting or or anger or something. It's a dangerous piece of theater. Dangerous theater. Um, oh, my goodness. This actually prompted some very important people in uh, in UK theater, uh, including David Hare, who is one of Britain's uh, most prominent playwrights, mm-hmm. um, actor Simon Callow, hmm. um, and a human rights activist named Shami Chakrabarty, uh, who wrote, uh, who, the three of them wrote a letter... Uh, to the paper, saying that the cancellation uh, of the play was, quote, a troubling moment for British theatre and freedom of expression. They said, its cancellation serves only to shut down conversation on these important issues. We fear that government policy in response to extremism may be creating a culture of caution in the arts. Ooh. You don't want that. You want these discussions. You want people being, you know, confronted with, you know... Something that might be a little challenging, a little difficult, and well, that's what know, the arts are for. Exactly, the arts are there to uh, to open the conversation. Yes. Uh, now, that's not that's to say not that what the police are there for, right? Unfortunately, right. Well, but that's I mean, that's not to say that arts have not caused rioting or no, have not yeah. caused real trouble. Oh, like, I know. So I, I get I the impulse, but mm. you have to just let them do it. Yeah, but what what's the bigger problem? 
Right. Limiting the expression or like, like, <sighs> I mean, you can't, you can't yell fire in the, the in a theater. Right. But this is but what you can, what you can do is discuss f- fire and theaters. Theaters being the, on fire. Right. Or anything like around that in the theater, and that's the whole point of art. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. So I well, just cool. thought I just thought that that was an interesting. Well, I'm, gl- uh, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad thing. you brought it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I have a story of. Uh, well, actually, this is kind of an update. We talked about. Um, uh, we 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 actually had it as our second half of the show uh, a few weeks ago, mm. where we talked about the uh, Boy Scouts and oh. uh, their decision to allow. Uh, gay adult leaders uh, into their ranks. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Because they had already been letting the boys in, the gay boys. <laughs> right. In. Uh, with, with, their, with their rainbow-colored neckerchiefs. Yes, indeed. And, the, and their perfectly pressed shorts. Well, I imagine it's probably more like, did you ever see Troop Beverly Hills with Shelley Long? <laughs> it's a little bit more of that, sort of redesigning or rethinking. Oh, the, yeah, you got a whole scout. Oh, Beautiful. my God. Khaki is so out this season. Yeah. We need to be working with. You know, I'm I'm going with a mauve theme for well, for and just 2016. A slimmer fit mm. to the to the to the scout pants. Always flattering. Right. Always much, flattering. much better. A little mm. because they're a little they're a little loose. Sure. As they are sure. a little, you know, I mean, I know it's because the boys are growing, but uh, a little too much of the elastic band thing mm. going on. You don't want it. You may not notice that underneath the belt, but that's there. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> um so a poll was taken uh, by utahpolicy.com oh. that shows uh, 63% of respondents who uh, identify themselves as very active mm. in the LDS church yeah. um, say that um, the, the church should either definitely or probably uh, leave the Boy Scouts oh. uh, and launch their own group for uh young 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 men in the church out of fear of course <laughs> that that these uh homosexual leaders of the other troops are going to prey on their sons uh, yeah because that's the only reason that they could possibly like uh, it's like, not just that they that they would be that they would be lurking to get the boys mm. it's that the boys might catch gay from them it's that's possible you and never know I, I, now it you're, does you're a gay man to, so so tell me is it transmitted through bites or is it how is, is it is it like a is it like a viral thing or is it more mm. like a vampire sort of thing i don't i don't know how it works hmm it's it's more of a trade secret. Oh, okay, than, okay. I wouldn't yeah. want to. Yeah, yeah it's, we, it's we, none we, of my business. We really don't discuss these things. It's none of my Dan. business. <laughs> we don't discuss this with outsiders. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm really sure ever. True. Although so. what's, what's funny is that you said without ciders, and what I heard was without ciders, and I was like, well, I can get you a cider. Sorry. <laughs> 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 anyway, go on, please, <laughs> with the thing. Um, yeah. So this is happening. Uh, clearly this would be a huge blow. We talked about that as well to the, uh, to the Boy Scouts in general. Mm. Um, what's interesting is that, um, Utah Catholics are, who were, who wound up in this poll also, uh, 
Well, no, I'm sorry. Utah Catholics called on the Latter-day Saints to stick with scouting. Please stay. Oh, yeah. Please stay. We need you. Yeah. We need you to keep this place conservative. (laughs) Um, But Protestants in Utah were like, fuck it. Get them out of here. Don't let the door (laughs) hit you on the way out. Which I, I think is, is pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Elvis Church refused comment still on this thing, aside from their original comment, which was that they were considering to create their own international program. Sure. Uh, at, at this point, uh, I would say it's probable they're just going to leave. Yeah, I would say you're Seems actually like the right. right. If I were handicapping it, I'd definitely put the, the odds on uh, on the church backing out and starting their own thing. They now know they have the support of their people. Yeah. Uh, and they, uh, it, it seems like it's just the kind of thing that they're, well, and they're then, doing. You and know, then they don't have to change with another organization. Yeah. They can just make the rules. And when yeah. their rules change, then they change. Yeah. And the only thing that I, I can't speculate on is, are they going to create an organization that's exclusively for them or sort of partner with another conservative religious group no exclusively you think it's gonna be i think it's definitely gonna be just their thing Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be uh shittier (laughs) it's just gonna be a little shittier than the boy scouts i i predict there will be a lot of pins (laughs) instead of badges (laughs) no that's what the the girls get oh the girls get pins the girls get pins Ah, damn so they can't do pins maybe they'll do bracelets they'll do uh they'll just boondoggle they'll they'll just (laughs) charm bracelets with with beautiful little charms that'll fix the gay problem for sure yeah no they're lovely (laughs) you know you have a little like a little frowny mask and a little for like the drama yeah sure you know uh uh, charm a little fire uh, charm for when you start, you're able to start a fire a little uh little uh swiss flag looking thing if you can for for saving for lives first aid or whatever yeah, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. sure a uh, swimming you know sure some some waves right yeah. lovely oh. I know. these charms the thing is these charms pretty much already exist well you can and, find all these charms and you can wear them uh uh fashionably well into your adulthood <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> all right uh i'm gonna move on there's an in, an increasing uh i'm gonna say i'm not gonna call it a trend it's not enough, it's not big enough to be a trend oh. but there's a thing happening mostly in the south okay uh where gun ranges, shooting ranges, and gun stores are starting to declare themselves Muslim-free zones. Yeah. I've it's, heard about this. I think yeah. I saw one on State Street, actually. Here? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I seem to recall because that I was... maybe Because I was driving by, and this was like, good golly, this was down a ways. But I still was like, when I saw it, I was like... There's a shooting range right there. Like mm. it was, um, <sighs> but I swear to God, it had a sign about, about Muslims, if I remember right. Yeah. But anywho, that's neither here nor there. It's happening. Uh, it's a, it's, it's fairly alarming. Um, one gun owner or one gun shop owner, uh, a, a woman by the name of, of, uh, where is her name? Jan Morgan, uh, Wrote on her webs on the website of of her her gun range in Arkansas. Uh-huh. Uh, the Quran uh, parentheses which I have read and studied thoroughly on parentheses and 
parentheses, which Muslims <laughs> align themselves with, unparentheses, close parentheses, <laughs> contains 109 verses <gasps> commanding hate, murder, and terror oh, against no. all human beings who refuse to submit or convert to Islam. Wow. Why would I hand a loaded gun to a Muslim and allow him to shoot lethal weapons next to people his Quran commands him to kill? Well, yeah, it's just a disaster waiting to happen. Clearly, it is. It he's is. hellbent on on uh, killing people. I'll I'll say this much: I don't buy for a second that she's read this book, that she read yeah, the Quran. Why not? I don't buy that for one second. Yeah, it's probably more of a book on tape situation. <laughs> I'm thinking she just her <laughs> minister threw out that 109 verses thing, and she just bought it. She just bought it. It's like that sounds good. Just claimed it. Yeah. Look, I've read the the. She hasn't even read the Bible, right? I do like the idea of a woman in Arkansas driving around in her minivan, listening to the Quran on tape. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, the Quran on tape. <laughs> I want to actually get that. It's yeah. the only way I could handle it. Yeah, it's in the background. Oh God, stereo I'm... on maybe volume level ten. If you're most, if your ambient isn't working, <laughs> just throw on the Quran on tape. <laughs> Chris. And then switch to to the Book of Mormon. No matter what, it's just going to put you right to sleep. Yeah, yeah. This is happening. Uh, it, it, there are there are uh, several of these stores that are doing this. Uh, of course, there 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 are legal issues with it. What kind of legal issues? Well, these are, aren't these are these public? We own no, <clears throat> but I mean, just in the same way that a cake maker can't offer cakes to everybody and then say no cake for you gay person right you can't say hey we're a gun range for the public right but muslims aren't gay well oh, oh <laughs> ah, i see you've pointed out the hole in my logic well done of course some muslims are gay <laughs> oh shit <laughs> so um, those no. guys are in real trouble no but i mean come on it's just muslims <laughs> Ibrahim Hooper, uh, which I think is a delightful name, uh-huh. uh, he's a, he's of the Council on American Islamic Relations. Mm. He's their national director. He said that, quote, these bigoted declarations are no different than, quote, whites-only signs posted yeah. in businesses during the period of our nation's history yep. that we had hoped was over. Yeah, I would, I'd agree with that. Right. Um, well... But you know, for 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 the safety of Muslim gun enthusiasts, um, you know, maybe they should just open their own, you know, Muslims only gun gun range, shooting range. Sure, you know, like right next yeah. to the to the other shooting range, because that'll go over real well <laughs> in terms in terms of neighborhood relations. I think you're gonna I think you're gonna make some friends. Look, Look. we like guns too. Yeah. We have the same interests. Yeah. Look at my big gun. <laughs> um, yeah. The, so here's the thing about the, the legal thing. Um, Title II of the U.S. Civil Rights Act does cover uh, not dis, you know, discrimination against a religious organization, but it may not matter if it's a private club. You may be able to skirt it, but then uh, there are also every state has its own laws. Right. So. Uh, consult your your local uh, state legal uh, code if you want to discriminate against anyone for their religious purposes for for their religious practices. What if 
Which uh, I encourage you to do. I don't know. Well, what if they just uh, set up a, a, a church that is just a shooting range? Oh, I'm sure that there are because churches then, that have shooting ranges. Yeah. You know what? Con- or just convert your business your, into, into a, a, church. a church. I was going to say, go tax you have You have a church. You, you got some ministers. of those churches that's got, that have the bowling alleys in the basement that are go- closing up. Convert that to a shooting range. You got yourself a great time. I don't see how a bowling al- a church with a bowling alley could be closing up. Right? That's like that's perfect. You'd think that would be that's just such a draw. I I think you should be able to bowl while the sermon's happening. Yeah, I think the the preacher should only be allowed to make a sermon if he bowls uh, seven or higher. Oh yeah, yeah. Per frame. Oh okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, I like it, Dan. Yeah. You you like discriminating against the Muslims? I think it's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> uh and actually I'm gonna follow your story with one that's uh uh set in France. It has uh. to deal with Muslims. So guess how that went? Uh, well um, the French uh are are both frequently Muslim and also hate them. Ooh yes. Uh so a French court recently ruled that school lunches uh, may include pork without having to offer a non-pork option. Ooh, that's that's bad for the Jews, too. That is bad for the Jews, too. But mainly the Muslims are the ones who are up in arms because they know that they're the ones being targeted. Sure. With this whole sure. thing. I don't know. I know that Muslims, like, you're not supposed to touch anything that's touched pork. So maybe there's a whole, like... Maybe the Jews can eat around the pork, <laughs> can eat or like they can eat the bread that touched the the bologna or whatever. But. I don't. I I I don't. I'm not fully up on the ins and outs no. of uh, the, these rules. No, I'm sure but, Rabbi Gruber could tell us. I'm sure he could. Um, but here's the deal. What's up? Um, they do often offer vegetarian options. Oh. Which are probably going to become the de facto Muslim option. But so this is all based in the fact that France has this this uh, law um, that it's an it was passed in 1905 that establishes the separation of church and state. Okay, but the way that they take it and I'm not that familiar with like what the law says but the way that it seems to be taken, or at least it's being interpreted for this, is that it enshrines secularism mm. into the public space, right? Right. And that's how the French have taken it. So you do not get to come trotting into the public space with your religion. With, with your yarmulke held high. Basically, right? Yeah. I mean, they've passed laws against headscarves. Right. And... and uh, um, yeah, Jewish skull caps and right. other quote ostentatious displays. Of yeah, religion. your your religion belongs in your life, not and 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 I don't want to have to look at it, <laughs> which is in that's, any way that's shape pretty or bullshit. Form. That's pretty bullshit uh, to say no. to say. <laughs> uh, I'm really annoyed by that guy <laughs> always walking around with his hair looking like that. And yeah, it is annoying. Thing. Ugh. It's annoying. How can we? How can we? How can we stop this? And so, uh, school school children in France uh, with this kind of mentality need there needs to be no concessions made 
for their uh, individual diets if those diets are religiously based. Right. Now, if instead they, you know, for whatever reason, don't eat meat, uh, oh, okay, here, 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 young French kid child right have, have your your plate of veggies right you know oh there's so there's a whole well i mean i guess meat has to be halal for a muslim to eat it anyway. now this is the thing um apparently the <laughs> i loved this uh comment from uh one of the the sort of the top sort of voices um uh, muslim voices in the country is i oh it says all muslims respect secularity <laughs> Really? What? Uh, Muslims have never asked for halal meat in school cafeterias. Oh. So they're they're fine with it just being meat. not pork. Well and and so and sending their kids off to public schools and having meals that are not pork licious. It seems like with this case, like the French just keep poking the lion. Although they're just looking for things. They're just looking for something. They're just like, hey, you know, oh, look at him over there. Do you think he would uh, get mad if I uh, throw this uh, stone at him? <laughs> Blink. Yeah. How about yeah. this piece of pork? I will. Uh, uh, hello, Mr. Muslim. Uh, I have some lovely pork chop for you if you would like, but <laughs> if you don't like, I, uh, I throw it at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, they're, that, yeah, they're just looking for excuses to be dicks at this point. Uh, it certainly seems that way. <laughs> they're, 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 I mean, in 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 one way, I I love the French for their belief in sort of secularism and whatnot. Sure, but to not provide an option for the Muslim kid, right, who has different dietary, I, I and who's not, let's face it, not making choices about his life. Right. Like, this kid is not saying, like, I, the, you know, there's no 10-year-old who's like, I converted to Islam, and now I can't eat pork. It's like, right. your parents made you do this. Right. But you got to punish the kid anyway. Yeah. Anyway. It's fun. All right. <laughs> um, in Toronto, uh, Canada, it's the New York of Canada. Mm. I don't know if you know that. Mm. Um, you, we've been there. Oh, wait. Did no, you, you didn't I've go. Never, you didn't never go. Been. Uh, I went with our film to yeah. there. Yes. Anyway, uh, Toronto, in Toronto, uh, there's an ordained minister, Reverend Greta Vosper, of oh. the West Hill United Church oh. in suburban Toronto. Okay. Um, this is Canada's largest Protestant denomination. I don't know if you knew that. Huh. Uh, the United Church. Uh, United Church? Yes, indeed. What is it? Uni I don't understand. They're united. They've been united. I, what? I've never heard of them. They're uh, they're an offshoot of the reunited and it feels so good church. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, uh, Reverend Vosper is uh, in a little bit of trouble. She, uh, oh? well, she's uh, going to have a, a court apparently uh, within the church. The church is going to decide whether she gets to remain at the pulpit. Uh, oh, okay. Because. She has not believed in God since at least 2001. Oh. Uh, oh. You know, United Church is apparently a very liberal uh, sect, but golly, that's pushing it pretty far. Wow. Yeah, she, uh, she, had, she wrote a book called With or Without God. Um, she, when she came out in, 
as uh, not necessarily believing in God back in 2001, uh, she lost about two-thirds of her congregants, but there's a third that stuck around, which I think is amazing. And she just kept on preaching. She just kept on doing, which I think is quite astounding. Yeah. In terms of like, like, well, like, well, I mean, well, all right. I mean, you know, (laughs) when, when, when you've been doing something for, for a while. Yeah. You know, and you you don't know what else you want to do. And it's what you're good at. You're good at it. Yeah. You, you went to school for it. You'd be throwing that education away. Uh, She seems like a super, she's got a nice look to her as a, she's a, you know, she has a, a pleasant feel about yeah. her in this picture uh she's a 57 year old woman uh sh- i mean i mean i'm saying that but surely there was some unitarian universalist something or other that would be happy to have her yeah you would think that she'd you be know. able to or or start a humanist congregation yeah. or something but no she is not she's interested stuck in, with it okay. she's stuck with it she i mean she had a home so now now <laughs> that church is uh is saying, wow. yeah, maybe we, uh, maybe, maybe we should have gotten rid of you. Maybe so, we should get rid of so you. So, what happens if she gets convicted of at church court? Uh, Does I, she have to like serve church time? <laughs> she has go, to go, go to church jail. Church jail. It's uh, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah, uh, it's church. All the rest of the inmates. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You have to. Services are mandatory. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, she says. She, here's some interesting quotes from her. Quote, I don't believe in the God called God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, all right. The God called God. Yeah. Yeah. Is that his name? I don't know. Its name? Its name. It's God. God. I didn't know that that was the name. (laughs) Well, that's just what its state of being is. Yeah. It's God. It's It's a title, I guess. Like, like a Buddha God. or a Christ. Mm-hmm. How many Christs are there? Anyways, uh, when she was asked, by the way, speaking of Christ, if Jesus was the son of God, she said, I don't think Jesus was. <laughs> so she's doing okay. a great job at being uh, an atheist yeah. and kind of a piss poor job at being the pastor or reverend of a united church. Well, I mean, you don't know that. She might have been really good at it right just doesn't i just feel like there's one really important i feel like there's something uh, that's really really important about (laughs) about, missing from the whole thing yeah Hmm. although uh, as we know from uh, the uh what what is it what is it called the pastor project or the yeah yeah we we know there are lots of atheists who are trapped in their job as a pastor or a priest it happens a lot. Yeah. Well, they know too much. They That's know too the much. Once yeah. you start to once you start to pay attention, it uh, it all oh, goes a little wibbly wobbly, if you know what I mean. Shit. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, Dan. Yes. Are you familiar with YOLO? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I know that. Well, it stands for you only live once. Yeah. But yeah. I I don't have proof of that. YOLO. Right. Yo- you kind of yell it. Right. And, like, hashtag it, right? That's kind of sort sure. of how this whole YOLO thing works. Right. Yeah, hashtag the heck out of it. Well, there is a New Jersey brewery that is releasing a Pope Francis-inspired beer that's gonna that's called Yopo. <laughs> you only Pope once. 
It's a, <laughs> it's a hoppy pale with a 5.5% alcohol content. And, okay. Uh, yeah, it's going to be available at their little draft house. Yopo. And uh, they say that it, uh, it pairs well with a nice cut of Argentinian beef. Okay, well, that sounds lovely. <laughs> I will say this. I thought Here's where I thought they were going to go. Oh, yeah? Uh, considering that Christians believe in a life after death, ah. I thought they were going to go for Yolt. Oh, you only live twice. Boom. Or thrice, if or, you're a Mormon. Or, th- or <laughs> whatever. Once before, once During now. and then after. Once after. And then really there's that thing that comes after the resurrection. And Yeah, there's a... Sh- Cool. I mean, maybe Gosh. maybe you do only live once, and these are just different phases of it. Yeah. You only live once, but it lasts forever. Mm. So, really, you don't need to seize the day at all. And the whole once thing. Right. You only live... Can you count? You know... Infinity? Most people don't even live at as all. As being once. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> what, if, it's in, if it's eternal, is that once or is that... Yeah. yeah well, most people... Don't even pope once. That's the deal. That's but true. Here's your chance. I've, I've, if you're in New Jersey, I've never poped at all. Go to the Cape May Brewing Company. I mean, I'd, I'd give it a shot if they asked me to. To be the pope? Sure. I'd yeah. try it out. See, Try it on for fit. See how there, it works. Well, there's that lovely, uh, very funny little, um, uh, what was it called? Uh, basically, Pope on the Run. But it was... Um, <laughs> Ah shoot! It was an Italian movie. Okay, okay. like uh, like a comedy. And, yeah, and this uh, this guy, this cardinal who really doesn't want to be pope, gets called to be the pope, and he's just like, ah oh, shit, and he runs. He, he runs away. <laughs> Run away! Oh my god, that's it's, it's really funny. This sounds like a Roberto Benigni sort of. No, vehicle. it's not. It's not at all. In fact, it's made by uh, the, his name's escaping me right now, but a, a film Italian filmmaker I really like. Oh. Um, he's done some really, really fantastic, actually really, really fantastic films. Um, but I can't think of his name. Uh, right there you go. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, if you know what the name of, uh, Frank's mystery film is and want to write in and tell us or want to write in and tell us anything about anything, mm. uh, you can do so by going, uh, going to the internets. Yeah. Go and find your nearest internet. Yeah. And then write to podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call this phone number, 424 666 8442 and sure. leave a voicemail message. Yeah. And sometimes we play them on the show. On the show. Right. Yeah. Your voice on our very po- on uh, this program. Podcast. On this very prod- pro- podcast. Coming through this, the very headphones or speakers. That you're right. that you're currently you listening. can't even say airwaves. It feels like we should be able to say airwaves. Ones and zeros, but it's streaming. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Breakneck speed, zipping through your fiber, <laughs> uh, tearing into your into your things. I mean, I guess if you get it on mobile, it goes yeah, through the airwaves. True. Yeah, that's true. Um, go to the Facebook page, kids. Facebook.com slash TGI Atheists. And also on Facebook, you can search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. It's yeah. a closed group, so you have to request to get in. And we'll, Pe- we'll let you in. Sure. People on the in the Members Only Lounge know, uh, knew before the rest of you uh, <gasps> that, I, that I won that contest. Oh, my goodness. Do you see the advantages? So many. You can be the f- first of things. All right. Well, let's take our patty break. Okay. Sounds good. Gaze, Dan. Oh, Gaze. Aren't they ever. 
ladies and gentlemen, you have to recognize what's going on. And it is very interesting. Homosexuals, gays, lesbians, transgender, whatever you call them, they were asking for acceptance. They were asking for a part in society. And so that's been granted them. They have a part in society. They have job protection. Uh, the Supreme Court has just said not only is homosexuality a constitutional protected practice, but now homosexual marriage uh, is protected by the Constitution. Uh, the founders would have been turning in their graves if they thought such a thing was being said, but that's Anthony Kennedy's ruling. So, are they content? No. They now are on a vendetta to destroy everyone who disagrees with them, and they will bring to court, bring into, into a program, take away jobs, uh, take away uh, economic opportunity. They're going to do everything to destroy everyone who disagrees with this point of view. And now we're going to have a clash between homosexual rights and the Bible and religious belief. Now, trust me, homosexuality is not enshrined in the Constitution, but the right to worship God is. Hey, oh, no! Save yourselves, folks! He's a gay and he's on a rampage to destroy us! Oh. <laughs> Frank? Stop destroying everybody. <laughs> He's like describing Godzilla, for Christ's sake. Yeah, he, he really just, is. Just blah. through and just destroying just, everything. Just laying waste. Flames. Yeah, just definitely flames. <laughs> lots and lots, lots of, flames. of flames. Oh, my God. <laughs> Doesn't even realize that his, you know, his own Jesus was probably gay. <laughs> I just. <laughs> oh, wow. Are you serious? That's right, motherfucker. Oh. I'm here. I'm queer. Get used to that. <laughs> I want Jesus to come back now. I know, right? I want gay Jesus to come back. Gay Jesus. Yeah. Hey. Oh, my God. You guys will not believe how awesome heaven looks. You really, you've <laughs> got to convert because you're going to miss out. It's stunning. <laughs> we have literally decorated it within an inch of its life. It's mm -hmm. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> all right well anyway um so we did we we had some uh some voicemails uh the the we did that we uh would like to play for y'all yes people calling in we did yeah um, um i'll do the first okay this is uh you know we we brought up this um the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Yeah, somebody else back. had brought it, brought it up uh, in an email to us. So Is we that were how it got started? Yes, and we because were got caught off guard a little bit. Got started, and we said our, our, our piece on it, and yeah. we got some details wrong. Right. So let's just uh, play this one. Hey, Frank and Dan. This is Ken from Virginia. Love the podcast. Just wanted to shed some light on the Tomb of, uh, Tomb of the Unknown Soldier uh, issue that you spoke about in your last episode. Uh, so a couple of things. Uh, I was a former member of the unit uh, that housed the uh, Tomb of the Unknown Soldier Platoon. I wasn't a tomb guard or tomb sentinel, but I, I did perform uh, military ceremonies in Arlington National Cemetery. And um, first things first, uh, they are uh, soldiers 
that guard the tomb. They're not uh, U.S. Marines. They're soldiers, uh, part of the uh, oldest active infantry regiment in the United States Army. Uh, second, the uh, the tomb actually houses remains from each war that we fought in, starting with World War One, uh, World War One, World War Two, uh, Korea, uh, the Vietnam War. Uh, unknown soldier uh, was actually identified. Uh, he was an Air Force pilot uh, that was shot down in Vietnam, and they matched the records uh, with. Um, you know, what the pilot was wearing uh, on that day that he was shot down, and then uh, they disinterred him from the tomb. They identified his remains, and then he was—he actually, uh, like, the, like that caller had previously stated, uh, they buried him in Arlington National Cemetery. They did not bury him in Arlington National Cemetery. They transported him to St. Louis, Missouri, and they buried him at the Jefferson uh, Barracks, the more uh, national cemetery. So just wanted to shed some light. On you, the ceremonies uh, are great there at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, and I would uh, I would suggest everyone get down there, uh, whether uh, atheist or not, uh, to go to D.C., go to Arlington, and check out the uh, uh, the changing of the guard. Uh, thanks, guys. Love the podcast. See you later. Well, thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, you are not the only person to call and write in to us on that point. Not uh, even remotely. Uh, the only person. <laughs> also, I, I had I, no clue this would be. I will say that there are <laughs> apparently, if you say that a soldier is a marine, boy, uh, nobody's Whoa. happy with you on that point. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Yes. Yeah. There were. So thank you, Ken. There you were, were very civil, right? In your correction, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very, very important distinctions between Army and Marines. Really, really. They, they feel it, Dan. They, really know, they know what the distinctions are. I, for the life of me, don't don't have a clue. <laughs> it's very, all, very it's all uniforms and short hair. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and shooting. Oftentimes, handsome young men. Oh, but, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, you. I mean, there's there's a picture of my pop in his marine getup. It does something for someone. He's a good looking fella in that outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look so. at that hat, right? That hat. Well, you know, we need more hats like that. <laughs> <laughs> we need hats in civilian life that like that really make a statement. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I, there are hats that make a statement. Not like that. I was at an amusement park over the weekend oh, yeah. uh, for my birthday, oh, yeah. and uh, there was. One guy wearing a, a cowboy hat, the brim of which was remarkably wide. Oh. Like, wow. Like the, the sort of hat equivalent to the Mexican pointy boots thing. <laughs> it was it was amazing. Like he, he, he was going Excessive. he was going flying nun style. If he had actually ridden on any of the rides, he would have just wow. sailed away. Oh, I feel. It'd be terrifying. Yes, indeed. Uh, our next voicemail uh, is not really a voicemail in that it wasn't uh, recorded through our 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 voicemail system. Voicemail system, but uh, was recorded. This is from Bryce uh, Blankenagle. Blankenagle. I, Bryce, I'm pretty sure that's not a real name. Uh, I, I I respect you. Uh, this is he. Turns out he's the host of uh, of a podcast called Naked Mormonism. So there's your shout out that you didn't even ask for, Woo! Bryce. Woohoo! 
Um, we may have to have him on the show. He's he seems like an interesting yeah. cat to to, yeah. to chat with. But he had some things to say when we, you remember you recall that we were talking about uh, Joseph Smith's peep stone uh, that the church uh, revealed that the Mormon Church revealed to us. Yes, and uh, and he has some some things to say about that and about uh, why uh, the church had to work with the reorganized uh, LDS Church slash the Community uh -huh. of Christ uh -huh. in order to get this manuscript. Yeah. So here's what he had to say. Okay. Hey, Frank and Dan. My name is Bryce Blankenegel, and I am a big fan of the show, and I'm absolutely obsessed with facts about Mormon history. There were just a couple of things that I wanted to add in when you guys were talking about the manuscript and Seerstone stuff. I just wanted to give my understanding of why the LDS Church had to team up with the RLDS Church. When Oliver Cowdery was excommunicated, he took the printer's manuscript and started the RLDS Church and left the original manuscript with Joe. Joe buried his copy in the cornerstone of the Nauvoo Temple. When he was about to bury it, a first-hand account has Joseph saying, quote-unquote, I've had enough trouble with this thing. And he was referring to the manuscript of the Book of Mormon. The manuscript that the LDS Church has is just in shambles now, so that's why they had to team up with the RLDS to actually get these photos. I also want to add, uh, as it sits right now, there's somewhere over 4,000 differences from the 1830 Book of Mormon to the currently used 2013 production. But this original manuscript they released is even worse than the 1830 edition. It's written with each chapter being a single sentence with no punctuation and no verse breaks. If you add in all the changes the printer had to do while proofreading the book for printing, there are probably hundreds of thousands, if not millions of differences from that manuscript to what's in a TBM's quad today. I also wanted to throw my two cents in about the Urim and Thummim. Joe got that brown rock that we saw pictures of by stealing it from somebody that hired him to dig a well. He used it to look for buried treasure until he supposedly pulled the plates from the ground. Apparently, buried with the plates were two rocks that were fastened together with a wire, making them into huge, unwieldy glasses. He called these two stones the Urim and Thummim. Joe used all of these rocks interchangeably to quote-unquote translate the Book of Mormon and give commandments to people from God. Soon, Joe just ditched the hat and stone props and would just go into a trance-like state to give these revelations or commandments. These commandments later became the Doctrine and Covenants. Only after Joe's death would people associate the two stones with the one brown rock, calling them all the Urim and Thummim. When they used the term, it was just referring to whatever rock Joe was using at the time to help him reveal the will of the almighty God of the universe. Pretty confusing and extremely ridiculous, and it only took the church 170 years after Joe's death to come sort of clean on this point in their own history. Anyway, sorry for the length. It just fascinates me so much. I could talk about it for hours. Thanks, Frank and Dan. I love the show, and keep up the great work. Well, thank you, Bryce. Yeah, that's, that's good quite stuff. The explanation. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah we may we may want to have detail. him on and just uh, yeah, just talk Mormonism. Ooh, talk wacky Mormons. Yeah, it sounds like like, like sounds we like to do. No, he might know. Yeah, some, some stuff. He's more willing to do research than we are. <laughs> we just know what we remember. I had two Mormon historian parents, well, and I I just yeah. gleaned a lot. And continues to be fascinated <laughs> enough, <laughs> right, to bother. That, that, that he he he. <laughs> enjoys reading yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's my problem is I don't really enjoy it. No, me neither. I don't. I, I'm like, my. It, it gives me the, the, the willies. The heebie-jeebies. The creepy collies. <laughs> the heebie-jesus. The, the, okay, yes. The, 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 the night shivers. Does it give you the night terrors? It makes my tummy feel weird. <laughs> it gives you a dark feeling. It does. Anyway. It quivers. Thanks, Bryce. Do we have another voicemail? No. Oh, that's it. That's uh, it. We had one donor I wanted to thank. Um, oh. Oren 
uh, went oh. and donated through uh, through PayPal. So thank you, Oren. If if you and I would like to oh. do an update from Joyride. Okay. Uh, because we have had oh, yes. new donors, and I haven't thanked them. Oh God! In a few weeks. Oh my and God! My apologies, everyone. Jesus fucking Christ! Joyride doesn't make it easy. No, Joyride is kind of and a pain in our buttholes. A while back, I switched doing the show on my iPad instead of on my laptop. Oh! And so and it ruined it's everything. just not as easy. So, like, if I forget to do it before I come over to Dan's house, uh, fuck it. You know? <laughs> so, uh, so here are five people who've donated since the last time I, okay. I, I thanked. Cool. Uh, we have Liz, yeah. David, Sugarlumps, <laughs> uh, Alina and Rachel Ray. Oh, okay. Rachel Ray. Rachel Ray. Is now a donor. Wow. That she, girl can cook. Just donated food, food pie, Rachel. Too. Come on, Rachel. <laughs> oh, my dad had a thing for her. Oh, well, who doesn't? Yeah. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Get after it there. <laughs> Need that dough. Cook up that steak. Come on. Pound pound that chicken breast. <laughs> oh, yeah. You like it flat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks to all of our donors. Uh, it's it's amazing uh, our, the, the, we've got, now, everyone, you, you should understand. Here's how, here's how Joyride works. Uh, our Joyride campaign, if you donate there, it's a monthly donation. Yeah. And, uh, and that's a recurring thing. And, uh, and, and you know, you get stuff for donating. Yeah. At, at different Supposedly. levels. Supposedly. Uh, we, uh, we, <laughs> no. we trust. No, we do. The, the Google Hangout. Uh, Google is, Hangout. Is the big end over there. Right. Um, and that happens um, the last Monday of, of, the, of every month at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Right. And uh, we do that to anyone, including people who donate on PayPal, who have set up a, a monthly donation of $15 or more. Right. On either Joyride or PayPal. So you get to hang out with us. Yeah. And, uh, and your fellow... High roller donors. Yeah. And uh, we chitty chat for a minute. Uh, we have one coming up, actually, yeah. real soon. Yeah. So couple just weeks. a couple weeks. So That'll be fun. Be looking out for that, guys. Um, so, yeah, if you want to donate as well and help put on the show and, and help, you know, we got a lot of good ideas for how we can improve it at the at the podcast uh, com- convention that we went to. Uh, but we can't put most of them into, uh, into action until we have uh, the money to do so. Mm. So if you want to be a part of that, go to thankgodimatheist.com, look over on the right side of the screen, and pick your donation venue of choice. Just click away. Clickety-click. Click away. Here we go. Uh, We're going to talk about this here Pledge of Allegiance that we have in these United States of America. Well, how did this come up, Dan? Well, okay, so it's back to school time for many American children. They've (laughs) They've had their fun. Yeah. Uh, now get back in your school and let, let the rest of us breathe a little bit. Yeah. Um, so they're going back to school. Uh, there was a little article in the uh, the Humanist magazine uh, about uh, about uh, what do you call it? The Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was about a campaign that they were doing. Oh. To, uh, okay. To uh, that they were calling "Don't Say the Pledge," and it's like a don't don't. Don't say the pledge.com, right? Isn't there like a URL for this thing? Uh, there is. Uh, don't say the pledge.com is, yeah. is a URL, yeah. yes. Uh, okay. and, it, it, and that's the same thing. Right. And what they're encouraging is for uh, parents and students and anyone 
uh, when asked to say the pledge to sit it out. Uh, they're not calling on anyone to uh, raise a ruckus. Yeah. But but just to, I mean, so for those of you as, who, who are not uh, of this country, uh-huh. uh, we have several international listeners. We have many. Uh, so what's required is that, or, or what's theoretically required, is that a, a person, when called upon to do so, rise from their seats, mm-hmm. place their hands over their hearts, yes. right hand over left heart. So yes. don't don't put it over your right heart. No. Put it over your left heart. Uh-huh. And then uh and then we recite uh the pledge that you so eloquently recited uh earlier in the show, but you skipped the two words that are the most uh, uh this is the problem. disputed. Yeah. Which is that it now says the pledge as it stands is one na- st- ends with one nation under God, indivisible, right. with liberty and justice for all. Which doesn't make ton- it's, it's more confusing. Well, it's so dumb. I mean, you know, it. so it, yeah. And it basically because- requires of people that they believe in something called God. Yeah. Well, and to be honest, as a kid, I, I do have to admit, I didn't understand what any of it was about. Like, you, you know, right. you're like in, in kindergarten being taught it. Or you know, and uh, and they say it every day. Yeah, it's the beginning of the school day. It's this thing that you drone. Yeah, uh, that you I don't think about. You you face the flag. the flag of the United States of America. And I seriously thought some witches were standing somewhere. <laughs> I know that that's like a joke, but I seriously heard it that way. And witches stand for <laughs> witches stand. That's there. You go. I mean, it's like one of those things. Yeah, for which how how uh-huh. many how many Americans actually use the phrase for which it stands? Uh-huh. Um, I think it's it's a weird thing to ask your countrymen to do yeah. to pledge their allegiance. Uh, well, first of all, to a flag. Yeah, why the fucking flag? It's not, and and it's weird that it's not to the flag as a symbol of the country, but it's <laughs> to the flag itself and the republic, and to the republic for yeah. which it stands. Yeah, uh, it's, it's all about the flag, right? Uh, but the weird, but but the part that the humanists are 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 up in arms about, of course, is that under God, which was added in what the fifties in. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, 1954. Right, the words uh, were added, and uh, and that that and the, uh, the pledge was old at this point. It had been around since 1892. Uh huh. You know, and right. sort of grown in popularity. It was formally adopted by Congress uh, in 1942, mm. uh, and then it took them 12 years to quickly realize uh, their mistake or their their omission. Well, what happened thing. was that there was a uh, a Cold War starting. There were communists about, lurking about. and uh, Atheist communists. Atheist communists. Yes. So they wanted to differentiate themselves. So they, uh, they, so in order to win some voter block points, they threw <laughs> this, uh, this under God into it, into the yeah. middle of it. Yeah. Kind of wedged it in there. Picked um, a clunky place to put it. Yeah. Probably the best place to put it, but, but nevertheless, still clunky. Still clunky. Um, and, uh, and so now we, what we have is, uh, a bunch of kids who are atheists who are being asked every day to affirm a belief in God. Yeah. Now that puts them in a shitty fucking position because then you've got choices. You can say, you can every day affirm a belief in a thing that you don't believe exists. Right. Which feels shitty. 
mm-hmm. and, and is confusing for a child. Yeah. I would imagine very confusing. Yeah. Or, <clears throat> and this is what and this is what the uh, uh, humanists want you to do, you can sit it out, uh-huh. but there's consequences to that. Social consequences. <laughs> and sometimes not social, sometimes administrative consequences. Here's the thing. Uh, when a child sits it out, there are plenty of public schools in the country who have just had this on the books for so long that they don't know what to do when somebody sits and doesn't say the pledge. So what, so a lot of kids get suspended, get uh, you know ridiculed and mocked uh-huh. by their teacher. Yeah, get the public- teacher. Oh yeah, yeah. Publicly chastised by their teachers, administrators, all of that sort of thing. Who do you think you are? You better than this country? There's nobody better than this country. <laughs> this is the best country in the world. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> if the child brought the teacher to tears, uh, oh, that would be amazing. The child, yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the, uh, the Humanist Legal Center has a, a page of just so many s- letters that they've had to send out. Oh. By, yeah. Because people across the country have participated in this boycott uh, and then had really real consequences yeah. Uh, yeah. inflicted upon them. Um, one example, uh, just the, the top example of their, uh, of their thing I, I found, uh, had a kid... Yeah, get get kicked out of of class, and then and then the the administration backed up the teacher, so yeah, they had to write a letter wow. from their legal counsel saying, um, this is a serious matter. It was decided already in our Supreme yeah. Court system. Uh, you don't get to do that. And right. uh, yeah, there the 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 Supreme Court case in question, West Virginia State Board of Education versus Barnett, hmm. uh, w- was pretty. Uh, conclusive yeah. about our right as citizens not to pledge if we don't fucking wanna yeah good i mean what are you pledging for liberty and justice for all well what does liberty look like if not the right not to say that phrase if you don't want to and justice for all yeah not being bullied yeah justice teacher and for, the, for those who just shit kids right exactly yeah. i don't know um fun fact dan yeah uh, the guy who uh, originally wrote the pledge, uh-huh. he uh, the 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 salute that that he uh, that he, suggested? he suggested uh, was very sort of um, remember this was the late eighteen hundreds, right? Um, it, it 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 initially didn't raise any uh, hackles or yeah, I was going to say red flags, um, <laughs> but um, it looked like the Nazi salute. The sort of hand outstretched, palm down, and the the kids had to say, seek Heil, I think? No, no, no. (laughs) They did not say that. No, but they had their hands out, and they they did that instead of placing their their hand over their heart. Right. Um, And, uh, well, boy, howdy, come World War II, and (laughs) we quickly changed that one. Congress got involved and was like, oh, no, our children will not be looking like little nazis saluting the american flag yeah that i can i get that that seems a little uh seems a little reactionary to me well, yeah. own your own 
own thing. Yeah, you, you want to say what it is. You want to say that. You know you're not Nazis. But that's like those guys that walk around with a swastika on and they're like, it's an Indian symbol of peace. And you're like, Mm-mm, nope, somebody else <laughs> took it. It's not that anymore. If you're in India, maybe you can get away with that. But n- nope. Nope. Hitler won on that one. We're just giving it to him. Uh, yeah, it's, that means that's why there's Hitler. not a lot of lot of Adolfs. Right. Yes. Exactly. Or Hitlers. Yeah, I, the Hitlers I imagine, are pretty much gone. Aren't I imagine they? that everybody named Hitler pretty much just changed their name, found some uh, ancestor. To, right. Well, you know, let's use Mom's last name. I guess we're Robinsons <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look! It's it's Johann Hitler. Hello, Herr Hitler. Uh, no, uh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> nein, mein Name ist nicht Hitler. Uh, I am now Joe Green. <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> yeah. So quickly dropped that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The whole thing is. It's just silly shit. So here's my question, Frank. Do we, as a, as a podcast, as an institution ah, what's here our in the United States... Our official stance? What's our official stance on standing and reciting the Pledge of Allegiance? Well, uh, to be honest, I hadn't really thought it through. I, I, I'm going to be... Uh, yeah, I don't think we have an official stance yet. But, yeah. But we can so, work through it a little bit So I No, I mean, like, in my life, the last, mm. last time I know that I've said the pledge... Sure, when was that? Uh, oh, I was racking my, racking my brain. Yeah, I, I can't I, remember I honestly can't it. remember the last time. Uh, not specifically. I know it's been within the last uh, 10 years. Okay. So... An established atheist. Yeah. Like, clearly, I mean, just no question. Totally out to my friends, my... Sure. Out at work as an atheist. Like, there's there's just, I'm an atheist, right? Right. Um, But, I think I probably said it. Maybe I was like, instead of under God. You mumble mumble that part. One nation. Um... But I, I, I have to say, now that I've given it just a minute to think about, I don't think I'm going to stand for it. Interesting. Uh, maybe I would stand and just not say anything. Sure. Just because, you know, I... <sighs> First of all, you don't want a ruckus. Right. And somebody, you don't stand, somebody might start a ruckus yeah. with you. And there's this thing in this country where we, you know, we're all supposed to be patriotic and... And it's yeah. just like if if you're not, you're some weirdo, or or you yeah you're you're somehow a bad American. Yeah, and then like all of a sudden, let's just say hypothetically, they they took under God out of the uh, the Pledge of Allegiance because they've heard the the voices of atheists and humanists, <laughs> and they say, you know what, they're right. We need to do this. Which is how they we normally need, respond we, when we they need hear everybody in this complain. country to feel like they like they belong here and that they're accepted. So yes, yes, they're right. Um, let's say that happened. Sure. All of a sudden, I'm excited to say the pledge. Yeah, that's the thing that's that that, that, that like in my mind that I'm kind of wrestling with because I don't like the I don't like those like forced patriotic expressions well you know you, you, know, you and, and i have and, talked about uh the pledge on the show before it was years ago but i i think i don't know if i if i came clean about this or not but i stopped saying the pledge as a kid oh did you 
Um, I would stand, I would put my hand on my heart, and I, I might mumble, but I never said the pledge because I was not because of the under God thing. The under God thing was fine for me. I was I was very right. much a theist at the time. Right. Uh, but I was very uncomfortable pledging my allegiance to uh, to an institution that changes r- regularly. Yeah. You know, our our government changes on a regular basis, and that felt really scary to me. Yeah. I don't know why I took it so seriously. I was fucking twelve. Yeah. You know, I was I was nine. Yeah. I but, know, I you know, like I mean I if if under God disappeared, I would I would probably go back to, to saying, saying the it? Pledge of Allegiance. I feel like you, you, you know, know what I mean? Here's like, where I because stand. I would because I think for one of the first times in a very long time I would feel like the the country was including me. Actually that's an interesting point. It, you know it, it's almost like you're uh you're kind patting, of obligated. You're that. patting them on the back. You're saying thank you <laughs> for actually caring about uh, the feelings yeah. of a pretty big segment of yeah. your population. You'd have to be like a major dick at that point to just be like, mm, still no. <laughs> well, I don't know that you have to be a major dick. I, here's the thing. My impulse now, I, when I think about like, what what would I do if suddenly I'm at a thing and they're like, please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance. Right. I think I would stand and I would put my hand over my heart and I would just stand silent. Huh. Uh I would I I would meditate on it for for that period of time on on the concepts. I think that there's a uh on I'm, the concepts of what? Uh, on the concept of of, of of being an American of allegiance, allegiance and, and of 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 patriotism and 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 what that means yeah uh but i don't know that i would pledge my allegiance it still feels a little wrong to me i i I think that as the world globalizes sure and we we have these stronger connections to people around the world it just seems like such a strange thing to have this 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 really like all-encompassing identity as an American. Right. That's where I'm coming from. I feel it, like there's it's, a... It's like, I I like this country. Yeah. I, I have a good life here. I, sure. I, you know, like, I like Americans, and I am an American, right? right? I'm but you and I didn't American. choose America. We didn't choose it, but at the same time, like, to be all like, oh, America, it just, it doesn't, I don't know. Well, I here's the thing. I like we're gonna hum- get a lot of emails. Oh, this, that's fine. I we're not be, claiming <laughs> we're to not be being anti-American. We're not, and we're not claiming to be right on this. We're yeah. just sort of exploring the topic. But here's the thing: I think when I think about this, I think that your global view is the correct view, which is yeah. that I, I do pledge allegiance to humanity. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I and 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 you know I, but I value all humanity right. equally. I don't think my countrymen are better than any other countrymen. Right. I don't see how you could make that argument. Right. Uh, so for me to pledge allegiance to the concept, a, a, a pretty made-up concept with these, like, drawn borders that don't make a lot of sense. Well, and it was a different world when the damn thing was written. Sure. Sure. You know, I, I like, just think, yeah, I think... We're uh, not going to go to war against anyone across the Atlantic. <laughs> right. Well, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, not anyone. I guess that's not... <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. If, like, we, if we go a little bit south, we might. <laughs> uh, or if we kind of hop over <laughs> right. the, the bulk of Europe. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, but, the yeah. Point, but the point is that, like, yeah, the things that I value 
that that I value about the United States are things that I want to apply to everybody. Right. And the things that I, I and there are plenty of things that I don't like about the United States that I think need improvement. Yeah, but that's like that's living anywhere. Right. You know? But that my my point is just like this republic to to my mind is no great amazing thing that needs to be enshrined. No. It's just another country. Yeah. And there are lots of great countries and there are shittier countries that we need to help. Yeah. And uh and that's what I believe in. Yeah. Well, good Dan. Dan beliefs. Yeah. I think Dan we've... believes something, uh, everyone. Oh, I believe things. Huh. Don't kid yourself. I did not know that. I'm a believer. We just discovered something new today. I'm a believer. You know what I am? I'm a believer. <laughs> that's, that's what I am. Well, who isn't really? Honestly, when it it's all true. comes down to it, at the end of the day, <laughs> aren't we Dan... all just believers? <laughs> that's the true international uh, uh, message. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what do you pledge your allegiance to? Uh, it, it, please let us know uh, how you've responded to what we've said here. Write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Right. Uh, go to the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Atheist. It's a great place. Oh, yeah. Or also on Facebook. Uh, you can search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group. It's so closed. You've got to go through this little process. Closed as a motherfucker. And then you get let in. Yeah. Um, and it ruins your feed forever. <laughs> it, it can take over. Uh, it doesn't have to. The more you interact with it, the more it takes over. Yeah. But if you're interacting with it, then you like it. Then you, Yeah, of course. It's yeah. great. Yeah. I actually really like uh, what happens in the Members yeah. Only Lounge. Uh, thanks to Mackenzie for her hard work on our Facebook page. It's amazing. And thank you to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music. Right. Uh, and uh, another thanks to our donors. Thank uh, you. Who, uh, if you want to become one of them, go to our Facebook or go, or go to our webpage, thankgodimatheist.com. And thanks to you, dear listener, for chiming in one more time. Bye. Bye.